Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, hello, and you join us here today with a bit of a mid-year exam for Tom because... We've been doing this podcast a while now. You've been getting to know watches, and I think it's time to test your knowledge. You up for it? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll rephrase that. Are you ready? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, dear viewer and listener, what I'm going to do is pose ten different scenarios to Tom that could or could not break his watch. And I want to see if he knows which are correct and which are incorrect. And to give reasons why, show you're working out, Tom. Uh, should we set a pass rate for this? 75%, I think? Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe we can record different takes so I can edit in the correct answers later and we can do a congratulations you pass take at the end, just in case we need to use it. Oh, a bit like when the Queen goes into hospital and they, they do two different headlines, just in case. <laughs> I, I guess. Right, are you ready to start? Yeah, go on. Here's your first scenario, and I want you to tell me if this is true or false and why. You must never let your watch sit in direct sunlight. Oh, um, false? Tell me why. I want that patina. I need that patina and I need it now. <laughs> Anything more to expand on that? Uh, no, I'm going to say that's false because I need to charge my loom for when I bumble around in the dark at night and I need to know what time it is. You are correct. That is false. Woohoo! With a caveat, of course. Leaving your watch in direct sunlight can accelerate the degradation of oils and seals and things like paint can be faded. But as you mentioned with patina, you might want that look. It's not going to cause your watch any harm if you do it once every now and then. Of course, you might be standing out in the direct sunlight wearing the thing. But try not to leave it on the, uh, on the table with your pina colada when you go into the hotel room and then sleep for three hours you might find that it causes some problems in the long run so well done false is correct cool by the way dear viewer and listener if you want to play along as well please do next scenario for you tom here you go only a professional watchmaker should change your strap now if you're as clumsy as me i would suggest it because i've gouged many a case in my time with a <laughs> screwdriver trying to ping those pesky uh, spring bars out um but i think if you've got the dexterity and the tools you could do it yourself um but i i, I usually give it to you if i need a strap changing <laughs> so if you haven't got an andrew monkey then um yeah take it take it in I would say that's the right answer, yeah. If, if you're comfortable with it and you're happy to run the risk of maybe putting a little bit of a mark on the back of your watch, 
get the right tool. You can get those little strap changing tools from Bergeon for about 15 quid, $20. And uh, give it a go yourself. What have you got to lose? Except maybe a finger, if you're as poor with your dexterity as Tom is. Well done. That is, that is as the uh, uh, in American sporting parlance, which is my favourite, that is two for two. Whoopee! Strike two. N- no. I like sports. <laughs> Cleaning your watch with soap will damage it. Ooh. Um, what, like, like sudsy? Or do you mean like sort of just taking it and like scrubbing it against a bar of imperial leather? <laughs> I'm thinking a, a little splooch of fairy liquid. Yeah. Or maybe something kind of caring and gentle for your hands. Something that builds a little bit of lather and is good for removing grease and dirt. Yeah, no, I would keep any any kind of moisture away from my watch, um, including suds and water and splashes. Even if it's a planet ocean, I still don't trust it. <laughs> um, I think that says more about you than it does the watch. Sure. But using a little bit of light soap is absolutely fine when you clean your watch Ugh. on the basis that your watch is sealed and it is water resistant. Make sure it is both of those things first and you can use a little light soap. Make sure to rinse it off afterwards. Tom, I'm afraid you get a big fat X next to that one. Strike one. Strike. Correct use of strike. Well done. Here we go for your next scenario. 30 metres of water resistance means that you can take your watch... 30 metres underwater. Now, play along with this one, because I know you just said that you wouldn't even get your planet ocean wet. Yeah, why not? That Yes, absolutely. If it doesn't mean that, then this entire industry is bananas, which I've always believed to be the case anyway, but that just confirms it. So, yes. I'm afraid to say that you are wrong. 30 metres of water resistance doesn't mean that you can take your watch down I knew it. to 30 metres. Bananas. Um, there's, there's a little bit of bone of contention this one some people would say yes it's fine it says 30 meters that's 30 atmospheres of pressure that's what you get 30 meters below the waves others will say oh no because you get spikes of dynamic pressure in the water and that 30 atmospheres is tested in a static controlled condition so the general consensus for 30 meters is that it's suitable for washing your hands 50 meters for swimming and 100 meters for diving okay fine so your next scenario, Tom, you've you've had two wins and you've had two losses here. So you're at 50%. You are below the pass mark. So you need to get your concentrating head on and think, Tom, think. Okay, I'm trying. Ow. It's fine to wear the bracelet of your watch loose. <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fine. Do what you want. Just um, be careful that it, you don't make a broad arm gesture and it flies off and strikes an old person in the temple because, you know, that could be quite upsetting because um, you could damage your watch. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if that's how you like it, go for it. I mean, um, I don't like it loosey-goosey because um, f- I'm scared of that very scenario. But, um, yeah, sure, why not? Oh, actually, this is a trick question, isn't it? Could it potentially damage your watch if it's rattling around like that on your wrist? Well, you tell me. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what, yeah, I could, are you, are you trying to trick me? Yeah, no, don't do that because you'll damage your watch with it rattling around like that, all loosey-goosey. <laughs> it is a trick question indeed. You did catch me out, but the trick works both ways. Whatever you were going to say, I was going to say the opposite. So, of course, you can wear it loose if you like. However, if you do wear it very loose, you have to be aware that the uh, flexion in your hand does put undue strain on the bracelet in a way that it's not expecting. These days... For a solid bracelet, 
that's not too much of an issue, but for an older watch that has hollow links, they can be stretched. So I'm going to give you a pass on that one because that was cruel of me. I do apologize. When they say uh, like tested to 12 positions, is one of those positions loosey-goosey, jingly-jangly, jubilee on the wrist, do you think? <laughs> if it's not, Switzerland needs to sort it out because it should be. <laughs> Yeah. And your advice about not hitting old ladies in the temple applies both to when you are attending temple and hitting her in the side of the head. <laughs> cool. Okay. So now you have, out of five questions, you have got three correct and two incorrect. You've got five more to go here, just to let you know. Okay. Let's keep, the, let's keep those ticks coming. All right. Tom, you shouldn't press the reset pusher when the chronograph is running. Ooh. If you shouldn't, then Watch Finder Service Center has got a big problem on its hands because I do it all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like a Neddy no-no. I'm going to say that's true. Um, yeah, unless, of course, it's a flyback, then that would be all right, wouldn't it? Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say that's true unless it's a flyback. Final answer. The answer is unfortunately false. Ugh. Modern chronograph mechanisms have a blocking system, so if you do try to press the reset pusher, nothing happens. They caught you out before you could do a silly and break your watch. Sorry, Tom. Okay, well that's good. But, but I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a bonus point for remembering flyback. So there you go, you got it wrong and right. Cool. Right, here's the next one. You should tighten the crown until it can't be tightened anymore. No, I'm going to say, well, what's your cutoff point then? Are you saying until it can't be tightened anymore when you hear the the horrible creak? Or are you just saying <laughs> when it's when there's a little bit of resistance? When your physical strength lets you down. No, no, I'm going to say that's too much. I'm just going to say finger tight. You don't want to use brute force. Toddler strength to tighten your crown. <laughs> Is that imperial or metric? I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, absolutely right. You shouldn't tighten the crown down until you can tighten it no longer. It is a sort of a, a nice, I'm going to use the term mechanical sympathy level of tightening. There is a rubber gasket in there, especially for waterproof watches, um, which most screw down crowns are found on. You want to screw it down just to seal it enough. So just finger tight, but not so tight that you strip the threads off the thing. Mechanical sympathy sounds like a Philip K. Dick concept do androids dream of tightened crowns <laughs> we all do next one tommy you ready yeah go on you should only turn a rotating bezel anti-clockwise a rotating bezel anti-clockwise um you should only turn it what if it's bi-directional you can just turn it wherever can't you is that your final answer well <laughs> I don't I, I don't know of anyone who would actually need to use a bezel. It's just a fidget spinner, isn't it, essentially? Turn it whatever way you want. False. That is the correct answer. If the bezel is only supposed to be turned one way, it will have a mechanism allowing you to only turn it one way. That's, of course, for divers who don't want to accidentally add time to their diving time and subsequently run out of air and die. So, correct. Well done. Cool. We've got two more to go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I guess. Here we go. You can't set the date at midnight. Oh, yes. Now, um, unless this is just an urban myth, uh, I endeavour to wind both the minute and hour hand into the bottom half of the dial in order to avoid midnight and then change the date because it, it can make your watch explode if it's around midnight and you change the date. True. I've done you a real dirty here, Tom. 
If I had said you can't set the quick set date at midnight, you would have been correct. But of course, you can set the date by turning the hands around. When the time is midnight, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> that is... That's low. You knew that's what I meant. I want half a point. I'm going to give you a whole point because that is what you meant. I want half a strike. But it is worth pointing out that the, uh, the date-changing mechanism can be changed whenever you like. You don't have to wait because I know there are some people who, who have gone, oh, it's midnight. I can't change the date on my watch. I need to wait until 9am. You can change the watch whenever you like. The time cannot read midnight or two hours either way if you're going to use the quick set date, which is when you change the, the date via the, um, the first position on the crown. You can spin the hands around yeah. and change the date that way whenever you like. And if it is midnight, you can move the hands around to not midnight, two hours beyond either way, yeah. and use the quick set date feature. So I will give you a point for that. I just wanted to see you... Upset. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right, okay. So that is the ninth question. We're going to go on to the tenth question here. Are you ready? No. A watch is for life, not just for Christmas. Uh. Well... That's not what Patek would have you think. When your granddad <laughs> expires, it's your watch. Uh, n- no, no. If you're if you're sick of your watch by Boxing Day, sell it to us. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. A watch is just a watch. You sell it whenever you like. Maybe it's a, a gift that you've been given. Maybe think about that if uh, you might upset someone for selling it. But don't feel like you have to hang on to something if you are not interested in keeping it. If you want to change up, absolutely. If you want to keep it in the collection and add some more, do that too. Um, either way is fine with me. That is absolutely correct, Tom. You scored out of 10. Would you like to hear your score? <coughs> yeah, go on, tell me, because I can't remember anything you just said. You scored out of 10, Tom. Eight. So you passed. Whoopee. You got above the 75% pass rate and you passed. So you are officially now a watch nerd. How do you feel about that? Um, happy. Good. Dear viewer and listener, if you played along, please post your score in the comments below. Hopefully you too scored well and you can join us as a collection of watch nerds who like watches and enjoy talking about them. I hope you enjoyed this particular episode and us talking about watches. If you did, please do like, comment and subscribe and all of that lovely stuff that means we get to make more. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.